boys and gentlemen. Welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. So, I have a very interesting podcast for you guys. And I just had a reshaping of my thoughts on Spider-Man in the MCU. Now, Tom Holland, in my opinion, is still the best Spider-Man in terms of playing Peter and Spider-Man. Unfortunately, the people writing these fucking movies suck. And I'll explain. Peter Parker, in the comics, wears a mask to protect his identity so his loved ones don't get hurt. In the MCU, starting with Homecoming, Peter has no fucking consequences. None. For anything that he does. Okay? This guy. This guy. No consequences. What so fucking ever. You go to Far From Home? Yeah, there are some consequences, but this is something I didn't understand from my initial view of it all. Yeah, there were some things that were, you know, bad because Peter did some stupid shit. Like, first of all, I don't know, giving Mysterio glasses that had access to hundreds of military advanced drones. And on top of that, he's supposed to have a sentimental value with these glasses. This is what I like to call in the MCU, Spider-Man not having a Ben Parker. The only mention of Ben Parker in the MCU is a suitcase that Peter takes in Far From Home. You know what this motherfucker seems to do? Not give a fuck that all of his father mentors have died. Tony dies, he's grieving in the beginning of the movie, and then halfway through he's like, ah, I just wanna, you know, fucking love MJ. And it makes no sense because the entire first movie he had no interest in MJ, and then this movie they're just like, oh yeah, he likes MJ now. And it's like, what the fuck happened? They don't show any seriousness in these movies. This is why Spider-Man in the MCU, in my opinion, is so hard to enjoy the movies. I find myself watching the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and the Raimi trilogy more than the MCU Spider-Mans. And it's not because Tom Holland's a bad actor, or they have a lot of bad actors, or even the Iron Man dilemma, where literally Iron Man makes up everything Spider-Man in the MCU. It's due to the fact that there is no consequence and or seriousness inside the uh, the movies. Like I said, there's no consequences. Like, oh, you know, fucking Iron Man dies. He doesn't seem to really give too much of a shit. Benjamin Parker, the man that's supposed to be the reason he is Spider-Man. Nothing to do with him in the MCU. Not a mention of him. No grief for him. Nothing. Not even Iron Man. Except for the beginning of Far From Home. But then they kind of just gloss over that. That's my problem with the MCU Spider-Man. This third movie has to do a lot of things. Number one. Needs to have great action. But most importantly. A good story that puts Peter Parker in a position where his identity's been outed, the people he loves are going to be in danger, and he has to save them. I think that this third movie, killing Aunt May, or developing some of these characters that are his friends more, or even maybe having Ned turn into the Hobgoblin or something, and go after Peter's family, like Aunt May or MJ, 
That would be something that would throw this next Spider-Man movie automatically onto Sam Raimi tier of consequences. The one thing about the previous iterations of Spider-Man is there are consequences that were to be had. Why do you think Gwen Stacy died? Because Peter refused to give fucking Harry his blood for literally no good fucking reason because he's dying anyway, so... Yeah, he gets pissed with him and goes after his girlfriend. That's a consequence. Or Max Dillon. How about, you know, he's really nice to Max and shit, but problem is, fucking, I don't know, Max Dillon was just fucking unhinged. I don't know. But anyways, still gets pissed off with Spider-Man and, and goes after him. The whole crux with Spider-Man is once his villains know the identity, they can go for the people that he loves. Why do you think the death of Spider-Man, literally, that was the whole entire crux of it. The Sinister Six in the Ultimate Universe go after Aunt May and Mary Jane in Queens, literally in his home neighborhood to kill them. Spider-Man shows up after being shot by the Punisher, after he saved Captain America's life from being assassinated. He goes on over to defend his family, and he dies. He dies for this. But you know what this third Spider-Man movie has to do? They need that type of level of consequence. Because I swear to fuck, I, like I said, not Tom Holland's fault. It's not Tom or the actor's fault. But the writers. If the writers of this next fucking Spider-Man film... Do not make any ballsy moves, not putting Peter's family and friends in danger. I am going to literally, th this movie's automatically going to be deemed the worst Spider-Man movie, even below The Amazing Spider-Man 2. At least The Amazing Spider-Man 2 gave us Gwen Stacy's death. Yes, it was a clusterfuck with the villains, and yeah, Spider-Man, I think, was a little bit too carefree on letting a bunch of people die in the beginning of the movie, but there was consequences for his actions in the movie, and that I can at least respect the movie for doing. This MCU version needs to get serious in this next film. People gotta die that are close to Peter. The stakes gotta be raised, because if it's just a funny movie with a bunch of villains, I'm not going to be a very happy fan of the movie. I'm excited for it, of course. It's a Marvel movie. It's Spider-Man. But at the same fucking time, I want it to feel like a Spider-Man comic. There needs to be consequences. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoy and I ca or enjoy it. I'll catch you all in the next one.